Hi everyone, we're back again this week with the fandom of Shorinoki Kahani. We have with us, well, Shreya's back. Welcome back, Shreya. Yeah, thank you so much, Maral, for having me back. And also, we have the rest of the gang. We have Manushi, Sumi, Supriya, also back in the room, as usual, and of course, leader of the gang again, Shreya. We, we really missed you, Shreya, last time. Yeah, I missed having our conversation, like the weekly conversation is like, uh, of, what do you say? It's like my junk for the week. You know, it is, isn't it? Isn't it? So, so we decided we're going to talk about, of course, the very, very important topic of Shora and Noki's wedding, right? We've been waiting for this wedding for a very long time, even though we know they, they got married in, in the temple, which is, according to Hindu Marriage Act, a valid marriage. But uh, they are getting married with all the pomp and show and twists and turns right now. Um, this week was their entire wedding week, and I guess the, week, uh, the, the next week is also going to be the entire festivities of the wedding, and of course the real the wedding itself. We know that's going to happen because we saw the segment on on uh, on, on on the spoiler segment uh, earlier today, uh, your today and my my early morning, right? So uh, we're going to talk about the Indian wedding today, and sometimes for for the women uh, the, the family of the girls it is a harrowing experience in india um why is it a harrowing experience the indian wedding is colorful it's cacophonous it's an occasion often marked by hundreds if not thousands of guests lavish banquets and venues and brides and grooms are kitted out in eye-popping costumes and jewelry some 10 million weddings take place every year and the market size of this weddings is almost 50 billion dollars and i remember during the pandemic when i asked a lot of friends back and family back in india what is the biggest market right now for you know uh, that, that we should address in a pandemic and for, uh, for for you know innovation and everybody said weddings and i said how and I said, Zoom weddings, it is such an amazing thing to do. But, you know, there's so much more that you can do with it. You know, experiences, wedding experiences, remote wedding experiences. What else can you do with it? Can you make the events more more, more interactive? Can you do more VR into it? Can you add more AR into it? And, you know, as a technologist, of course, we can do so much more with it. But is this what you got to do? <laughs> People take loans that come at an astronomical interest rate, indebting families for life. Weddings have been called off. Um, brides have been dri driven and the parents have been dri driven to commit suicide due to fear of social opp opprobrium. Harassment over dowry, money, and other goods demanded by a groom's family. It's a practice that's officially illegal in India, but still continues. And it's led to deaths and suicides. The weddings of the wealthy, the trappings of social traditions. We've seen Seema Auntie on Netflix, and then we've seen that entire, you know, that entire series about weddings of the socially able. So we've seen how social tradition and how the entrenched practices of dowry have put immense pressure on the middle class people and poor families. But then social initiatives that we hope to change are always there. We're hoping uh, stories like Shore and Inoki will help us uh, change some of, the, some of the narrative, right? 
That's why we are here talking about it today. And we have the fandom here talking about that too. So Shreya, tell us what happened this week. Let's start with that. Yeah, so this week, uh, I called two minutes uh, heart changer Mr. Ramesh Bhalla, who started out as Amrish Puri in the, in the beginning episode. And now he's turned totally Alok... Uh, uh, what, what Alok Kumar? Sorry, what is it? Alok Nath. Alok Nath in the run up to the wedding. So he has finally got to know about Bubbly's uh, divorce, impending mm -hmm. divorce, and he has given his blessing for the same. And then, because of uh, everything else, uh, like the wedding drama is happening, Sage has played his card that like he had been holding it close to his. A heart, chest, and you know, Devi and Sage have fired. They pretended in front of Shaurya that they have accepted the alliance, but Sage played such a master card, of, you know, by preponing Anoki's examination that uh, she had to, you know, like she was in such a fix. But thankfully, Shaurya, being the supporting husband, has and professor has, like, you know, supported her decision and, you know, like given her the autonomy to you know go and you know get take her exams, you know prioritizing her education before her wedding. So which was the highlight for highlight and the crux of the show that how he started out as a misogynist and now how he's you know playing that supportive husband who's you know standing up for his wife and her education and her career. So like this was the you know synopsis for the whole week I guess. Wow, that's quite a story. That's quite a change in, in, in Sharia. I want to start with this entire culture of extravagance, which I just don't seem to get over, which, I mean, you know, I, I know I've been to these weddings, my family, friends, my, my own, you know, extended circle. Uh, this just can't get over i mean i just can't get over it i remember the 2018 wedding of isha ambani oh my god it was rumored to be what a hundred million dollars multiple yeah. destinations celebrations the whole world was watching it beyonce turned up and hillary clinton went there it dominated the new cycle the world over for many 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 days but hey what is it about these weddings why do people in india spend so much time effort money doing this entire you know thing and and then you know right soon after that there was this priyanka chopra nick jonas affair which is for for the fairy tales right so what is it about extravagance and weddings that is so um that's such a fairy tale for us that um you know for a country like india which ranks 94th in uh in in out of the 107 assessed countries in global hunger index for god's sake this is serious you know we're seriously hungry we're, we're literally 94 out of 107 assessed countries in global world in um, hunger index we are around 14 percent of indians are undernourished 34.7 percent of children under the age of five five are stunted for god's sake the wealthiest 1% hold four times the wealth held by 70% of the population. So 953 million people are poor in that country. And we're hosting these weddings. How does it look even? How does it make us look as people? But having said that, how do we just, how, how, do, we, how do we even justify that in our society? 
Uh, let's start with you, Manushi. Uh, so, uh, about the extravagance and the factors that, you know, weddings offer, I believe weddings is a personal affair where two people are uniting for life and uh, it should be limited to only just being a happy affair rather than just being all pomp and show off and you know all those things that happen around weddings but then again at the same time the indian parents the ek hi bar to shaadi honi hai you know to ek hi bar mein sab kar lete hai hamari hamara bete hamara bete ki first wedding hai first wedding as in ki hamare bete ki shaadi hai hum to ye karenge hum to wo karenge you know parents have also charmans that uh, keep uh, popping up ke we want to do this and we want to do that and so forth so on jaise we saw in shorino ki ki kahani ke for shorio's wedding uh, everyone was like oh my god we want this uh, decor and that decor at least the sabarwals not uh, asta and uh, you know shan and everyone because they just wanted it to be a simple affair but uh, alok and everyone was like ye to humne reject kiya tha yash ki shaadi mein such tantrums so i would really want to know that what is it about the weddings that you want to be the highlight for showing off ki yeah, oh yeah the wedding has to be about the bride and the groom and not about the decor or not about the khana or anything else that is there in the wedding why would you want to highlight that ke oh my god ke this anokhi's mom said that dialogue ke wedding mein teen cheeze hamesha yaad rakhi jati hai uh, wedding ka khana wedding mein aaye hue log and uh, then wedding mein hui hua tamasha so it's like why would you want to ridicule a girl's family ke bhai tumne ye nahi kiya tumhare khane mein to ye nuks hai isme ye hai isme wo hai why would you want to do that i mean what's the whole point of doing that wedding has to be a happy affair why would you want to bring such you know malice things in the whole picture at the first place? so sumi what do you say to that are you for are you for it are you against it what makes you what what justifies this for our society as a whole should we not be as a society shunning this and looking down upon people who do this extravaganza and marriage is actually it's like a show off of the step status basically it's like we the people try to show how much money do they have how much influence do they have more rich family uh, uh of the bride or the groom the more extravaganza they'll do it's it's always been like that it's one of those social uh it's not really evil but it's one of those social uh, which should be shunned which at least should not be uh, encouraged because you know that money can be used for a lot of things in society a uh, basic necessity is important yes have a marriage invite all your fam- all your family all your friends do it lavishly uh, but extra ex- spending uh, suppose 10 rupees for a thing which can be done for 1 rupee is, is waste of money it's, it's like that so uh, people associate marriages with status that is the crux of the problem uh, what i feel uh, if suppose a lavish uh, a well to do family does a very simple wedding people will always ask you know what is wrong with you financially why are you not spending on your daughter or your son you have only one child or you have only two children whatever it is uh, so if parents are not spending people somehow associate you know their intentions or their happiness with the how grand a wedding is it is it is some uh, weird 
correlation that has been that has you know that has come up in our society uh if even if suppose even if uh, uh, the family of the bride is not that well to do and suppose even the groom says that you know okay don't spend much money it's okay for us to have a simple wedding like suppose in this case in shorya nanoki shorya tells anoki's mother right don't spend money it's okay but the bride's family will feel that you know something is lacking on our part if we are not doing our this is their duty they take it as their duty so it's a very complex uh, uh, mixture of uh, uh, relationships and ideas that have grown for so many years in the in our indian society you know that is how people they take it as a statement of their love and their uh, consent and their uh, status marriage they take that uh, whole uh, wedding function as that so it's it's a it's like you are being judged on that you are being judged on how beautiful the decor is you are being judged what kind of items you have given the food if it's only very simple why why have you not spent money on on your son's marriage and daughter's so, marriage so so why are we being judged in all those material things why are we being judged in the people that we are um um supriya why can't we change how do we change the judgment from all these material things to judgment on what kind of a person are you what kind of a partner are you going to be what kind of a mother in law or father in law what's the quality of the person that you are how do we make that seismic shift in our society any ideas to so the first thing you know uh, when we want to make a seismic shift uh, when you are looking for a partner in, especially in arranged marriages what people look at is what is the family what's the family status what is uh, the family members around oh i know these people so i remember my mother used to ask you know uh, people that i'm okay okay fine this family is good it has a very good status and a very high status but can you please tell me something about the bride because i want to know more about the bridegroom uh, what type of a partner he will be for my daughter what type of a person he will be for my daughter i don't care about the family because at, at the end of the day it is these two people who have to live so when we want to really make a shift it's like parents also have to move away from the status of the family or you know how well well to do family it is and uh, the connection say oh this family is very good this family is amazing to uh, how good the partner is because it's not necessary that the partner may be equally good or he is a good person uh, with good this thing so that shift has to be made mentally uh, for the parents and if the parents start making that shift and start giving that choice to the girl because what happens in many of these arranged marriages they i have been told i mean i i have faced this myself like oh she cannot have so many choices if she goes and meets a guy and she rejects then it's not considered good it's not considered awesome but the guy can come and reject the girl but the girl can't reject the guy and it has happened so there has to be a very big fundamental shift on the parents who who especially of the girl's parents because what happens is most of the time they're bogged down by the fact that if we don't do anything amazing like let's say if the in-laws have asked us for grandeur if the in-laws have asked us for some material things and all if we don't give up to that then my girl will suffer throughout her life so they are like worried you know that my girl will get all the taunts from the family so they start uh, thinking okay let me uh, 
let me fulfill it and many times they may fulfill it at the back back of the girl so the girl may not be even aware what is happening behind the scenes in the marriage because they don't want to trouble their child and even the in-laws side the bridegroom may be a very nice guy so he may not be aware of what is the issues happening so but then he will also be oblivious so when we want to shift i think the both the bride and the bridegroom need to take the power into their hands and slowly bargain with the parents that this is a personal invite personal wedding this is how we want this is how we are looking at share what you think yes yeah, so about the justification part like if being a poor country see it's not about being poor or rich Uh, even if you're like not well to do some people will want a grand wedding for their daughter or for themselves like i know because of the social media thing on instagram when you scroll down you'll see hundred and hundred of you know grand wedding photographs and lehenga pictures and you will want it everyone wants to be a sabya sachi bride knowing where is what sabya sachi charges like i know for a fact that if you look for a, any bride anything which has bride in it like the amount of the money they charge is becomes 10 times the charge for the normal person so any way of weddings are in general becoming unaffordable for the masses now because of the pandemic uh, people have realized that you can also have small intimate wedding and have fun mm-hmm. so what happens is when you have a large big wedding like 1500 2000 logo ki if you are having wedding I don't think the bride and groom themselves are having fun. That is just for the society thing. So if you have a small hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred people max wedding, that is a new concept for the Indians. And I think because of the pandemic, people are slowly catching up to the concept. Okay, now actually we can have smaller weddings, and we can also have fun in those weddings. We don't need to invite our, you know, hairdresser to our weddings, which we used to do it before the pandemic. So because of So it's, uh, in a way, this pandemic has been a this you know blessing in this guys. Like we can not call our extended family, which we hate anyways. So, uh, so I think this wedding thing has like uh, first what we used what used to happen was same uh, like uh, before the pandemic. If your parents have been to a hundred uh, wedding, they'll want to invite those hundred people to their wedding. Can they? They have invited you. so you have to invite them that becomes a vicious circle mm-hmm. and if you don't get invited you are socially in orchestrate like you know ostracized that you know these people they are very uh, snobby and obnoxious because they have food at your wedding and they don't invite you so because of that pressure people used to have grand lavish weddings i don't think that's mm-hmm. the case anymore because of the restriction uh, so i think and also like when for my case also like I, that had conversation had popped up that if we want to go you know get for court marriages and register ourselves rather than having a you know even 200 people wedding we did try it but i'll be very honest being a girl it is my dream to get married in a you know that all not grand scale but you know with some pomp and show because that's my special day and brides mm-hmm. want to feel special on their special day now they want to get married in that lehenga and you know with their families and you know you know get those pictures like because that's a once in a lifetime affair at least right now we think it's a once in a lifetime affair so i i want to make the most of that so i don't think any bride or any groom should be judged for that ha 
those people should be judged that who judges uh, the you know groom's family or the bride's family for not arranging things properly because see functions everyone wants to do their best and if it doesn't happen i don't think anyone wants to do it purposely so i don't think that aspect should be looked down upon that if you you know you're not spending much then there's something wrong with you financially everyone has their budgets if they get if the bride and the groom family are happy with their budgets i think that's their lookout even if they're doing it 2000 if they're spending 2000 crore it's their lookout i don't think yeah theek hai chalo if you're wasting so much food and you know not you can ha you can argue that you can spend so much on charity but then who draws the line you're also judging that which person ke you know why are you spending so much so i don't think he all should also become you know those uh, guard, guardians of the society that ha you should conduct your wedding in this way or this way let people do whatever they want yeah but basic decency everyone should have and you know try and make do some good at a wedding if you are wanting to do a function at least try to spend 10% of your wedding in a charity so what you can do is whatever money you are collecting from your wedding like you know you have you guys have wedding registry we have those uh, you know envelopes in which we uh, the bride and the groom receive uh, uh, you know the blessing of the uh, extended family you can donate all that money so you know try making that uh, big day with a uh, try associating with a good cause for your wedding if possible maybe do it environmentally friendly wedding or something like that but uh, as a whole if you want to have a grand wedding it's up to you i don't see any problem with that so you don't think that is a waste you don't see it as a waste anybody has any opinion about her her opinion uh, so I, what i oh, can i i mean yeah so what sure. i is that uh, even in my uh, personal uh, wedding uh, everyone from his family wants ke you know 2000 log aaye and then we should have a grand gala affair and at the same time both of us want that you know it should be only a close intimate wedding for us because for us what matters is that people around us uh, we have our close family and friends that's all that matters and i agree to share that you know um, you as a bride have to uh, you you want that ke you feel special on that one special moment of your life you want that din shagna the moment also uh, whenever you see people you feel like oh my god we can't hear you you mute so sorry so yeah you do feel that uh you do feel that you also want that moment in your life once and everything but uh, what i would say is that the uh, spending amount can be uh, can be reduced but that is again a personal subjective thing that if the girl wants to spend too much on her wedding she should not be judged and if she wants to spend less then also she should not be judged and not just the girl but the family as well like the whole i want the whole norm of this ke ladke wale kya kahenge to go away from the society you know it's high time that uh, parents should start uh, uh, stop worrying that you know ladke wale kya kahenge humne to itna hi kiya uh, ladke wale kya kahenge this has to really go off because parents uh, have that uh, trauma in their heads during wedding 
Yes, I have seen this happen. And I, I know cases where, you know, on the day of wedding, they on the day of wedding, the parents had to call off the wedding because of the dowries, because of the increase in dowries. I have seen this, uh, I mean, it's happened within my close circles. And I know this because my dad was supposed to travel, but then we get the news note, the wedding has been called up because uh, the demand for cash is increased and we cannot afford it. Um, I have seen this happen uh, in my close friends as well, where, you know, uh, the dowry has been asked. Now, dowry is, you know, asked in very um, different ways. One, you know, dowry is asked uh, very upfront, where they will say that we want cash, we want this, we want that. But there are very subtle ways of asking it. They will say we don't want dowry, but we want so-and-so gifts for our family members. So we have like 10 family members. You give us good studies, you give us good community so you wow expecting a sari a silk sari for so many of these women i'm expecting a silk toti uh, kurta and all that stuff for so many of them then uh, some silver items as shakun you know you give it out and those things are asked those things are bargained and those things are demanded. So many times the girl's side, what they do is they don't even give it to their side because you know they need to afford that for the uh, male side. So I've seen this bargaining happening and they uh, ask in a very subtle uh, way. They're, then again, it is like a custom also sometimes. So in my close family, they say we have to give it as a custom. So we will give this much money to and so so then i know my family members what they did is uh, they uh, they collected it and then they turned it around and then they gave it back to the bride in some form or the other but uh, so this is this is also true i remember my colleagues telling me so many times he just asked that i'm starting and i'm going to marry so this is something i want so then the uh, person invested some money and all. So then he's like, I invested in getting the house and all. Now my, my uh, but then my wife is asking, uh, you know, where is that money? I want that money back because that's my thing. He's like, I have invested so much more. So these things also happen. But then yes, the dowry system is not gone away fully. I know that in my communities, not just mine, so even in the community, the caste also, like for example, we are, you know, the uh, Kamma community in South, they have very huge dowries and very huge marriage expectations. It goes into force in Telugu. And it's very difficult for them because they ask for cash, hard cash. They ask for apartment. And it's but isn't it illegal? Don't they face the situation that they might go to jail because of that? Have you seen something like that happen, Sumi, in your community? Uh, actually, not directly. Uh, I've not seen anything like that in my family. But uh, I have like heard stories about it. You know, not directly like that. So what generally... Uh, Indirectly, they will ask, like as Supriyadi said, it's like uh, uh, host the marriage function. You know, we don't want anything in cash, but you arrange everything from like, suppose if, if, if the Bharati is coming from another city. So, you know, uh, you give the money for the ticket of every, you know, every traveler that is coming, you know, you in those indirect ways. So you are not giving cash, 
but you are spending the thousands of rupees for the groom side to come to your city to have the marriage you are taking care of the expense of the hotel they are living in the 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 food they are taking in for like 3 days before the marriage so these indirect things so they not ask directly for cash they not say i want cash and i want this vehicle no it's not like we don't want anything but you know these small small things please take care so this is like this. what what about you shreya so i have no. never faced you know in my circle nor in my so like i that can be because of my age group and my privilege i am I agree it that can be the case but you know coming back to the top to the topic about her grand wedding you made one point that you know you can't uh, you know rub off the responsibility so the every celeb wedding last year starting with virat and anushka when they went to italy all over you know from india and you know they spent so much on their wedding they went to uh, then dipika then priyanka so all these weddings you know set those expectations for the pop culture when kim kardashian gets married and you know when kylie jenner gets those lip fillers everyone wants those so pop culture i agree you know plays some part in psychologically uh, in your head at the back of your mind but also then there's another as- aspect it's not everyone falls for that like people do understand the rea- difference between a reality and you know people having different like having privileged background for example i am again giving you example of missing moon so in missing moon every girl is falling for you know a tall dark handsome billionaire bad I boy yeah i read those books but i know the difference you know i can differentiate between reality and fiction so the, that is the same case like i can understand like where my parents are where is our financial financial situation where to draw the line so i think most people can understand it ha huh, those who are not doing it you know those who are getting into that pressure that thing will come out only when you know the society gets that awareness ki it's okay if you don't spend it, your wedding what my point over here is we're all a part of the society every bit counts yeah. that is the whole point i'm making it's not about one person doing it two person people doing it it's just that we're all part of the society every bit yeah. counts every action counts and sometimes just one action can can trigger a lot of things around us can trigger a lot of positive things around us just one action counts for example a couple decided that instead of instead of going for the honeymoon they're going to feed young children a couple decides instead of having their own children they're going to adopt um ad- adopt instead of you know bringing bringing their own child into they could they, they could give a home to somebody who doesn't have a home so little things count uh if you have the uh if you have the if, if you have it within you to do it if you don't have it within you nothing counts it's all right we're not judging people who don't but what i'm trying to tell you is that there is this entire bigger ecosystem that is very bad for people yeah, yeah. it is not when when i took that number of 953 million people that's a real number i wasn't making that number of 953 million people are out there in this situation right now in poverty right now um and that's a big number that's almost a billion people in poverty while while we're throwing away food while we're throwing away food so so just that number out there we're not going back to that question and discussion we moved on from there Let's move on here. Okay, we finished that discussion. Now, the third thing that I really, really, really want to talk about in this entire discussion has been, you know, this entire um, we spoke about. We spoke about all these things. There, there are these customs that, especially the Hindu marriages. We're not going to talk about the the Islamic marriages. We're not going to talk about other other religious marriages. 
But let's talk about several customs within the Hindu marriages that you think are antiquated and that should just be taken off. This entire chart, the entire drama of Hindu marriages. What are the little rituals that you think are so antiquated and old, are so um, are so not for the day that should be completely taken off the ritual chart? Let's name them. Let's start with you, Shreya. Uh, I don't believe in you know touching my groom's feet for seeking his blessing. Okay, yeah, that's one. Who agrees with her? Let's let's go let's go round table on each one of these. Who agrees? Touching feet of husband. Raise yeah, your hands. I agree. You agree not touching you you want to touch feet? No, I'm I saying nobody wants to touch feet. They're not gods, they're equals, right? Perfect. Right. Okay. Second one, Shreya. Second one, I feel, uh, you know, when all the, you know, ladies come and, you know, whisper that, uh, you know, have, like, whisper the blessing, like, you know, I think that, uh, yeah, it's just that they're whispering, I think they should say it out loud for everyone to hear that what is the wisdom that they are, you know, imparting to the guru. Why do they whisper it, by the way? What's the reason they whisper it? no idea. I think there's a uh, custom where they whisper the blessing in your ear rather than, you know, saying it out loud. And I find that very surprising. I'm like, why? You can say it out loud. Why? What is it a big deal if anyone Nazar else hears it? Nazar lag jati hai. They say that if you say your wishes out loud, then nazar lag jati hai. Which is why they go and whisper the wishes in the bride or groom's ear. Which is the logic they give. Like, the logic that I know of, at least. Okay, Manushi, your your custom. Which one do you uh, want gone? I really want this custom to go off. That in in my own wedding itself, that जो जिनके खाने में जिनके weddings में खाना खाए उनको बुलाना पड़ेगा. That vicious cycle कि इसके wedding में गए थे इसको बुलाना पड़ेगा. इसके बेटे के भी बेटे के wedding में गए थे कि इसको भी बुलाना पड़ेगा. ऐसे तो you will have a barathi of people and you can't keep calling everyone. And I really want my in-laws to break that system because they are like हमारे मेरे मेरे wedding में there will be like two उन so there are several of them one is the kanyadan oh yes i'm all for it all my hands are up for this kanyadan thing who else agrees with that kanyadan what kanyadan but i mean i didn't get it okay what do you want it as to a go? custom you want kanyadan gone you don't want kanyadan to happen I I find it it's okay it's a symbolic yeah. thing now everyone is not donating their daughter anymore. Are you are you are you some property that somebody is giving you away? Yes. It is it is symbolic of the days when girls were treated like property that they were going you were owned by your father and you were going to be given away to to another man as a as it is symbolic of those days no, when women I, were 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 property. I want to give an example here. So when my grandma passed away, 
okay the panditji was forcing my parents to get me married off simply because they said that it will be good for my grandma that she will attain heaven if you do kanyadan because my dad is the oldest in the family and he was like insisting that you do kanyadan not just for grandmother's soul but also for the fact that when you pass away who will cremate you and it it was my parents were aghast and my parents were like no we don't believe in this and i don't believe in kanyadan concept because my daughter is not my property so i am not going to get her married off just simply because you feel that my grandmother's soul will be cleft and it's a very uh, this thing and it's a very sexist and archaic concept the whole concept is that the father is giving the daughter to the other man saying that and the other man accepts the daughter saying that i will take care of her food and needs it's that archaic and that sexist a concept where and you know uh, you know the entire concept of marriage emanated with property right the entire concept of marriage started with the concept of property uh, property transfers so when women women had they had property or they started inheriting how would the man that they would get married to take that property from them was through marriage and um, so so that's how the transfer property i mean that's how the entire concept marriage started in victorian times so this is how this is how this would happen they would they would embark upon this journey where the the ownership of the women would transfer from one man to another through this process kanyada <laughs> it's so archaic it's scary archaic But yeah, I agree with you. On Kanya, then all hands up. We would want that entire concept to disappear from Hindu marriages. The Kanya then is the worst concept ever. That is one, and there are several other customs we have. I also want Bidai to go, because hey, why are you even saying bye to your? It's your home. Why are you Bidai? You're not leaving your home. You, it's, it's still your home. Why are you even doing that entire drama of Bidai? Because you're never gonna ever leave your parents' home. Why you even? Why you even have a ceremony of Bidai that used to belong to times when women were not supposed to go back to their homes? When used to used to when women were supposed to cut off ties with their own parents? You don't do that. Why are you symbolically doing this Bidai thing when you're never gonna cut ties with your parents because you're gonna have two sets of homes? Your your uh, your your husband is going to have two sets of homes. You're going to have two sets of homes. If you're never going to bidai, you're never going to receive your ties. Why are you doing that entire bidai thing? Don't do it. This should not be bidai because you're not bidaiing. You you're always going to have that home as your home. You're never going to leave your own home. I, I But the bidai. Concept started because earlier days. So my I know my like my mom tells me. So people, so we have two things. One, we welcome the groom's family because they come from villages. So let let's say you're in one village and there is a distant village. The groom's family comes in, so you welcome them. And then the girl also is going to another village. It's not like she's going to another place in the same village. So then they they send so pidai. So in our custom, what we do is we send the girl with lot of food items because you know they're traveling a lot. They're traveling. a long distance so they uh, they pack up lot of things for their travel and that is how this custom has been developed because originally they used to travel a lot across villages and towns 
but as you said now maybe it may not be so relevant because you are just going from one house to another house at the same city which is hardly 20 minutes or 30 minutes but this concept started because there was uh, inter villages or inter towns marriage and so people had to equip the girls and the groom family so that they can carry through the travel because they go in bullock carts and all so the transport system is also not that amazing that is where i think it originated from so i think i think there are other other few customs that i would want to bring up here i would definitely want to want to look at the, the signs of marriage why does a woman have to wear all the signs of marriage what about the man i mean she has to wear the mangal sutra and the sindoor and why isn't the man wearing a mangal sutra and the sindoor too? i mean i mean why only the woman has to have the signs and why not the man i don't get that thing in in india um i don't get washing of the feet of of the son in law and all that stuff i i really don't get that i also uh, don't get um um i i also don't get this entire concept of changing of the name um i i'm not a huge believer you know this entire anoki shore sabarwal is very romantic but hey she's anoki bhala that's her identity and all of a sudden you just say you just call her anoki shore sabarwal it sounds very romantic i know i know it sounds romantic it is very romantic but she's anoki bhala you didn't ask her permission to change her name she's fine by it but i wouldn't be you know what i mean with that but having said that uh, you know we got to wrap up this is an amazing discussion so far uh, the the thing that i want i want to really wrap up saying here is uh, is this entire thing that happened in in the last episode where he gives her a pen and he asks her to go and take her exam uh, our our review was that this is so normalized this is this is this is how it ought to be but we're so conditioned to watching serials and vict- vict- victim women middle class victim women that we've already discussed who do not have these rights in serials that uh, seeing a normal relationship of equals is really giving us the thrills so <laughs> let's not get hyped over this this is normal this is how a normal relationship should be and is in 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 a in a relationship of equals and this should not be hyped this is the way it should be and we should expect this out of partners for real you want to say something closing let's just close then Shreya, you want to get started? Okay, yeah, okay. So the my whole thing was that I'm just really glad Anuki, you know, thought to share her uh, dilemma with Shreya and you know not try to be hero herself. I mean, she the, that's how real relationship work that you know you share your problems with your partner and she finally had that trust in Shreya that you know he support her and you know that 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 took a long time and long journey for them to reach that point. so finally that paid up and you're right you know this is really normal nowadays like we we have like after this show people have started posting pictures of you know brides taking exam on their wedding days i'm like They yeah do, it's that, normal it's only normal. it's only in itv the victim women don't get their rights uh, otherwise the women have the rights it's fine i don't know a single guy who would tell a girl no don't take your exam marry me yeah. first i mean who who would do that Which guy yeah, in his right mind would be respected if he does that? Yeah, exactly. I don't think there is anything, anything like that happening anymore. 
but theek hai chalo if they are doing it uh, you know they did it show it realistically which i really admire that you know they are calculating the time for seras and time for you know reaching the center and time for writing the exam which is which is good eye for detail i enjoyed that part and you know everyone wishing her good luck so yeah that was pretty normal but now i think we have to normalize it further like more shows and more you know pop culture need to show this for uh, this is very normal for me and you i guess but for many in the villages or you know small town this might be a big deal like the whole lecture anokhi gave in her exam center about you know stop judging her because she's wearing a wedding dress i was like i don't know it was why, too why are you wasting your time <laughs> yeah too on the nose for me Uh, because I was like, yeah, when paper like, तेरे पास time नहीं time कहाँ तेरे पास? Like, like yeah. why, why do so so this is what I don't get about these series. वो preachy क्यों हो जाती है बीच में? She gets this, you know that remember that thing when Vinita Vinita is trying to hit bubbly and uh, and this guy is holding her hand. There's a lecture over there as well. Why are you preachy? Do this stop the preachy lectures. Do your thing <laughs> like we normal. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sumi, you. want to say something let's wrap up yeah actually this show has always you know highlighted that like how things are supposed to be and how people in itv world especially so this this show kind of sometimes you know literally mocks the itv routine like you know uh, even today uh, shore said the right thing but if you see uh, papa bhalla's reaction he was like i am okay with you leaving for exam if shore is okay so he they also highlighted on the side of the man like you know he is okay only suppose if sure if the groom says no i will not let you give the exam he would have asked anuki to stay for the marriage he would not have let her go because he know property ab to aap hi iske sab kuch ho what property property business if the, if, the, if the groom says yes the bride should go and give exam if the groom says no then she should she should not go for the exam and she should sit in the mandap for shaadi so they show both aspects of society i've always you know i really admire this quality of this show they for every anokhi there is there is a bubbly and vice versa and for every shore there is mr bhalla vice versa throughout the show and this is something i really really admire and respect so uh, so uh, you're right this is very normal and i think we have to praise it that they they got it on itv because itv does not really understand this this you know the, uh, this narrative yes they don't understand so kudos to the makers for, for getting it but now we should be like if you don't show this then you are showing nonsense you know that has to be substandard definitely yes, totally totally uh, supriya so, want to you know give your pit and then manushi and let's close guys we're out of time yeah definitely so uh, i agree with both shreya and sumi uh, on the this thing that it has to be normalized and it is definitely uh, uh, the the consent of both the partners involved and it is what the partners want i also wanted to add to one more point that uh, when we are planning our weddings we also should ensure no kind of wastage both environmentally and food because i remember big celebrity weddings uh, they really devastated the environment around them especially in areas like rishikesh and all which is not warranted so that i definitely uh, am opposing so my request will be that we should be pay heed to the wastage not just in food and Overconsumption, but also environmentally. Great, fantastic. Manushi, you want to close this one? 
ಅನೋಖಿಂಗ್ and the fact that i loved today was that you know the uh, the parallels that these people draw that uh, shorya was the one who mocked her in the promos like we saw that you know shaadi ke jode mein uh, tum exam ke liye jaoge and today he was only giving her the pen ke uh, that time that was a barrier for her and the same thing today became a ladder for her so you know the whole contrast that has been played and the funniest part is uh, that i would want to highlight is shagun devi uh, and tej were like oh shit oh shit we didn't see this coming and i i really enjoyed that reaction because none of them know that shorya is a changed person now and he is anokhi's shorya like i would want to say uh, he is not the same misogynist like shreya said you know in the beginning he was like that so i think it's been really interesting tej will be alarmed that oh my god and like we see yeah. that shor is going to shift the whole shaadi to sic the same place where they started their journey you know the whole uh, journey that started for shakhi so it's going to be really interesting and i'm looking forward to the shakhi wedding like can't wait for monday wonderful well this was an interesting discussion to have and there are so many things that came out of this discussion well we hope that next week is well next week is definitely going to be interesting all your favorite scenes coming up lots of romance i know all of you guys are are excited and of course we'll get other stuff to discuss now we get the acrimonious stuff coming up soon and uh, and of course all the villains will be back in the story too <laughs> so i look forward to talking with you over the week again and of course having you back in our studios um recording again next saturday um and uh, would love to um discuss more of this as well because hey we haven't finished this discussion on marriages yet we just did part of it because this is big this is not small well having said that lovely having you guys here take care and see you next week bye <laughs> Now they got a flat.